All right, hogs. We're back. Huddle up. Hello, you little hogs. Another pickup mini pod. Gather around while daddy reads you a story. <laughs> I like that the tone of the mini pod is just aggressive. Sure, sure, sure. There's room for all of you on the rug. Now sit your little butts down. Bore on the floor. All right, so we just, it's its still trailer season. We did, we did an episode last week where we talked about some upcoming shit. We just freebased a couple new ones. Yeah, we hit them hard really fast. And some of these are not, we only watched one full trailer. The others were all teasers. Literally zero discussion of first impressions. We just watched them. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah that's true. So we'll, I guess we can just check them off. All right, let's go down the list. Go down the list. So the reason we, some of these have been kind of leaking out through the throughout the week because the Toronto and Telluride Film Festivals are still going on right now, just virtually, not in person. So they're, they've been putting out some, some clips of some of these movies, but there was finally the full trailer for Ammonite. Yeah, which with, looks better than I sounded. Yeah, that title does not make me uh, get giddy. Uh, well, sure. now I, I'm sure it refers to a fossil after watching the trailer. <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, that means some shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like a, like a trolley bite or something. Yeah, absolutely. So this is the, I forget who directed this already, but these are just instant reactions. This um, is the Kate Winslet. A man pays Kate Winslet to look after his wife, Sorsha Ronan. This is like a late 19th century, yeah, mid-19th like, century. He's like, she suffers from melancholia. Please have sex with her and, <laughs> and, and make her feel better. Yeah, this. I think that this film, following the tremendous success of Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which I don't remember if we ever talked about on this podcast. I never watched it. It's incredible. It's on Hulu. You should watch it. Everyone should watch it. It looks similar, or it sounds a lot like this. It is similar in that it is like... I I wasn't going to bring up the comparison, not having seen that, but I definitely... Sounds like... Yeah. Period lesbian piece. By the sea. Okay. It's really encouraged this whole movement on Twitter to give lesbians a movie with electricity. Well, this one looks like, I mean, I having not seen that and not knowing the chemistry in there, there does look like there's some chemistry here. I mean, I'm in on it, I guess. It seems like the kind of slow, glacially paced, passionate, candlelit bullshit that I really subscribe to. So. Yeah, yeah. What was the second one we watched? Oh, the no, so Chloe Zhao's Nomad's Land, which stars Frances McDormand. This already has... Oscar buzz, allegedly. Okay, it looks like it's about a bunch of uh, nomadic trailer-living folk. Yep. It's, it's really just her walking around what looks like a KRO campsite. If you've like, yeah. It doesn't look that like, oh my god, they're homeless. Yeah. I think if you live in LA, maybe, but like, if you've <laughs> ever been camping and just know like what it's right. like to see a bunch of tents and RVs like sitting around. Right, yeah. If you're like from the southwest and have just driven yeah. past and they're like, and they're like, hey, and she's like, you want to join us? They're sitting around a fire yeah. and she's like, no, I'm walking and you're like, I mean, clearly they're going to be like, you know, out on the outskirts of life or yeah, whatever, but totally. it doesn't, it really does look more like they're at one of those like Yogi Bear campsites you know, <laughs> that I used to go to when I was a kid. Jellystone, you know, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> so you're telling me you're not scared of this movie? Not yet. <laughs> it looks pretty. That's pretty sure. shot. It's, yeah. It, it throws a bunch of accolades up, which I thought was annoying. It was like, 
yeah. It was like, ooh, Venice laurels, laurels, laurels. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Whatever. Movies aren't going to get sold. Whatever. Them, you can take your fucking laurels and you can give them to Caesar and we can stab him 15 times. Bro, I shit. Like, fierce. There's a fierce take. takes. There's a take. There's takes. All right. Scorched earth. Okay, moving on. <laughs> we got to see... This wasn't even a teaser trailer. It was just kind of 90 seconds pulled from the picture of the movie One Night in Miami. That's, I know, directed by Regina King. This is her first... Uh... I've already forgotten what this one is. Oh, that's right. This is the one with... So uh, the, this is a... Uh, Cassius Clay. This is based on a play that I know they... It actually, looks like a play. Yeah. The, the, the clip that you showed me... It's just a teaser. It's like a minute long. Yeah, and it's just the four characters in in a hotel room. But but the four characters are Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, the NFL's Jim Brown, and Sam Cooke. Uh, not nobodies, obviously. And I know that this is I think supposed to take place in 1963, the night that Muhammad Ali beat uh, Sonny Liston. This is like a fictional account of these four guys in a hotel room together all night long. That should be awesome. Take my money. Yeah, please. I'm here for it. I'm us. all there for things like that. Anything, especially like based off a play. Yeah, You're totally. like, cool, it's probably going to all be in that one room. Yeah, I think it is. You know, I love that. I fucking love that. Guy. Also, we got to shout out Kingsley, Kingsley Benadir, who plays Malcolm X in this movie. We just talked about in our last episode, he's going to play Barack Obama in the Comey rule. I was going to say, it looks it's the like, same guy. Yeah. Okay. Between those two and High Fidelity, I think he's having a pretty good year. Who is he in High Fidelity? He's her ex-boyfriend. Oh, okay. He looked a lot bigger in High Fidelity, but maybe it's because he was standing next to her and she's just like tiny. Five two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. British guy. Okay. Playing Malcolm X and Barack Obama. Hmm. Don't know about the British, but you know that's fine. <laughs> Jury's out on the British. You know, I'm not crazy about British people, especially playing like great American historical figures. Like how. They wouldn't be super jazzed if we did that. Yeah. You know, if they were like... Well... If the next season of the... What's the Queen show? Is it called right. The Queen? The Crown. The Crown. If they were like, next season, it's Mer- going to be... Meryl Streep did play Margaret Thatcher, but I guess they don't really love her like that. So. Edie Falco is going to be the Queen of England. <laughs> 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 Melissa Leo. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Carol, Carol Kane as the queen. <laughs> sure, yeah, exactly. They'd be like, what the fuck? They would be mad at us. But we, as Americans, we like just love it. We're like, oh, British, eh? Yeah, Ooh. it happens all the time. It's like fancy, sparkling actors. <laughs> Ooh, he's doing a voice. Oh, look at him. That's not even his real voice. Did you know He that? sounds just he like He must have him. watched a lot of clips of Muhammad Ali. Oh, wait. Wait, of Malcolm X. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, anyway, I'm fucking in on this. Okay. And I am also I'm in. I'm, I'm also in on the last trailer that we watched, which is the movie that we've been talking about and talking about and getting me excited about for months. The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron Sorkin's Netflix movie, which comes out October 16th. Comes out soon. Soon. Sasha Baron Cohen, Jeremy Strong. That's all I need to hear. A million Jeremy's other people. A million Your other guy people. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, what do you think of his portrayal? <laughs> well, I like to see, I'm glad that he's like the lawyer that you don't like, so. 
He looks like the lawyer in the old Simpsons that would like be like, I'm representing. He had like oh, he yeah. had glasses. He was yeah. just like the sleazy lawyer. That's right. That's right. I represent the state. <laughs> you're like, ugh, not the state. <laughs> looks pretty good. It does look really I good. I mean, I'm curious to see like what the actual like through line is. I can't tell if this is going to be like social network I'm where sorry. it's like constantly going back and forth between the trial and what's going on. Uh, I never saw the social network. You've never seen the social I, network? I never did. I know. It's a faux pas. It's definitely something to watch now because you watch it differently than you did. I would actually be more curious to watch it now because yeah. back then I think I was like, fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> and I th- and Without I th- having even seen it. Well, and now I think you watch it and you're like, make another one. Sure. Make a sequel. Make the, make the one about Elon Musk and trash that motherfucker because I'm so sick of people. Well, I mean, even just like talking about Zuckerberg and some of the characters that you deal with in the social network now, 10 years down the line, uh, is like, sure. it's like we think about them completely differently than we did then. Sure. Sure. Hmm. 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 I think that's on Netflix. Yeah. This Chicago 7 one looks amazing. This though. looks sick. Yeah. I don't I, really, I don't really have like... And I think of... people don't really know much. I mean... I'm someone who kind of knows a little about that, and I don't know much. Right. The 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 yippee. You mostly know the Abby yippee movement. through like years of being in bookstores. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? of being stolen from bookstores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one looks really good. Super excited. Absolutely. Anything else you want to talk about? Not really. All right. Well, then let's just call it. Let's call it. Let's call it. This is a short mini sode. Mini pod. All right. Off you go, little piglets. Go run, play. Cool. Ruffle around for truffles. Kicking it over now. Hot little hoops. It's me and Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Mwah. <laughs>
how much I'm going to miss this. Oh, my God. The bubble has been remarkable. The intensity, it's, it's just been so much fun. It's been so much fun. And I, I've spent more time watching more games this season because of the bubble. Uh-huh. I don't have anything else going on. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's really sad watching some of these teams have to pack it up and leave because you're like, yeah, I mean, oh, those guys were my friends. I Yeah. <laughs> we grew up together. We got to hang out days. every other day. <laughs> we <laughs> laughed. We cried. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be quite an experience when it all, you know, when you make it this far and then you just uproot, go back home. I mean, I, I wonder... I wonder what it's going to be like. You know, Jamal's hurting for sure. And Jamal didn't. And Jamal looked truly hurt at the end well, of the game. He was hurt. Yeah, he he was saying post game, uh, he was playing through a number of things that were bothering him, bruises and stuff. But that was a hell of a fucking run. It was. You, yeah, you make a good point. I it's got it's going to be so strange for these guys. And this is something that I wanted to say earlier that the. This is just like kind of reminded me of like Vietnam or something. And all these guys are just like getting deeper and deeper into the jungle the farther that this goes along. And I kind of wasn't surprised at the four teams that were left, you know, as of five o'clock yesterday afternoon. The guys that were really down to like get in the trenches and into the bunker and let their fucking hair get crazy and their beards get crazy. (laughs) You know, Jimmy Butler hasn't seen a trimmer since the middle of June. Yeah, it, they truly look like they have not left there <laughs> no. for the last 80 days. <laughs> like, all those guys should have, like, lucky strikes hanging out of their mouth at this point, yeah. I think. It's like they're actually <laughs> they're actually at war, and it's like, who's crazy enough and, like, balls to the wall enough to figure it out? Because when it's all said and done, how – so, what, the finals will be on for, what, another two weeks, right? If it goes seven, almost two weeks? If it goes seven. I think Are they going to do two days off, or are they just going to keep doing one day – that is something I should have prepared for and looked up, but I did not. I mean, they didn't, I mean, they didn't even know when they were going to play the first finals game until a couple hours ago, so maybe they don't even know yet. But, the, but game one is on Wednesday. Game one's Wednesday, okay. Um, I don't know if they stretch it out, man. I think they, I think they might just go every other, one night on, one night off is what I'm thinking. I do, I do think that they're trying to – I think they're trying to wrap it up as quickly as they can, but, like, some of these guys have got to be – fucking gas right now i mean that schedule has been like so relentless yeah it, it, unlike any other season for sure uh and i think it's showing definitely some of the older players are definitely like, even lebron the other night was showing some signs of serious serious fatigue yeah which i think that can be exploited but we can get to that totally he definitely didn't, he definitely didn't seem fucking fatigued in the last two minutes well, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, looked fuck, he looked fucking fine. <laughs> that's what that's what getting every single foul call will do to a motherfucker. I guess. <laughs> so, all right, we I, we can we can get into these into both of these series. And I gotta say, from the top, I think that the third round, the both of the conference finals were like the least enjoyable. Mm. Not not just because of the outcome, but I think that the level of basketball wasn't quite as high. Really, in the in these two series, I I mean, at least for the as as far as the Celtics and the Heat are concerned, I don't think either one of those teams played their absolute best basketball outside of maybe the, maybe the Heat in Game One and maybe the Celtics at the end of Game Five were were in their form. But I mean, the Heat that beat the Bucks didn't seem like the same Heat that, that wound up beating Boston. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think there was certain there was a number of quarters where both teams like it felt like they fully brought it, like it was on. 
but in I think most of the games and also in the Western Conference, I feel like a good portion of the game, maybe one quarter, maybe even two quarters. Yeah, it just didn't. They weren't playing their best ball, making stupid mistakes and silly turnovers. And but, lot, but, you know, it could be it could be a sign of just this bubble and it wearing on folks. You know, it's possible. Yeah, man, the legs start getting heavier and heavier. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see if, if that spills over into the the finals or not, or if we'll see, you know, both teams like actually bring it a hundred percent. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll finally get a look at finals. Finals. Jimmy Butler is something that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. We haven't seen that. We haven't I mean, seen we didn't really see a lot of conference finals, Jimmy Butler until like the first half of tonight's game. I had one of my notes and I think that this was from five, but like where the fuck has Jimmy Butler been the last couple of games? I, I don't know if he's just being outshined. I mean, he's still putting in the work. He's still getting – I don't know how many fouls he's getting a game or what he averaged, but it's not as much as he was the last series. But he's – I think he's putting in the work, but you're right. I don't think he's really, like, taken over, like, really yeah. taking over a game, which Definitely I know he's, he's capable of doing. Yeah. He, he definitely doesn't – Sorry, keep talking. No, no, it's, if, if, he can, if he can take over a game, I, th- I think we'll come back to this the next time we have a podcast. And by then, he will have completely dominated uh, in one of the upcoming games. I have I'm, sure, I'm sure you're right. But I mean, the guy, the guy in that Boston series who uh, the Celtics just like had no fucking answer for, and we'll get to Tyler Hero later. <laughs> we can talk about Tyler here later. Is fucking Goran Dragic seems like he can score whenever he wants or get a foul whenever he wants. He got his ass kicked in that series. He caught probably more elbows to the head and jaw than anyone I've seen all season. And it just seems like he I can't I look at his stats or something. I can't believe he doesn't have 50 fucking points every night. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, you had texted me during one of the games and just talking about how somehow the Heat can just throw up these miracle, ridiculous shots, and they always get the friendly roll. They always bounce in. It's crazy. Bam had a couple of them tonight that I was like, how the fuck does that fall? Yeah. Divine <laughs> intervention, I think. Oh, my God. Him, Butler, Robinson, Crowder, I saw all of those guys get these shots that I'm like, that, I mean, what you can't, what are you supposed to do? I mean, they got, they got these crazy arcs in guys' faces. They got friendly rolls. They got things that just – like Kelly Olenek had one, I think, as the time was expiring in four in game three or four that he fucking banked in. And you're like, Kelly Olenek. <laughs> 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 Nothing hurts more than a team with, like, four white guys who shoot these threes. And you're like, I can't up Yeah, shoot beating us. Did <laughs> <laughs> that. Speaking of white guys on the heat, did Myers Leonard see the floor at all? In this Myers series? Leonard has not seen the floor, but he's gotten a lot of camera time. <laughs> he's, he's definitely the butt end of a lot of jokes uh, up here in, in Portland. Uh, I don't know if I did. I, did I tell the story the last time that we did the podcast that I actually got? I got Myers Leonard benched in a game. <laughs> Wait, what? It was this. It, so this happened this season when the heat were in town to play. It's, maybe not. I've seen I've seen the Heat in Denver twice. It might have been this year. Was he uh, was he in Portland last year? Still, no, I don't think oh, so. Okay, I think it was yeah this seat yeah. Okay, so yeah, so it must have been this year. And you know he played like shit, and he's and he's easy to make fun of, like you said. So he and I'm 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 insatiable when it comes to screaming at millionaires who play basketball when I go to. Like, <laughs> How close were you though? 
reference uh, this. These are my these are my girlfriend's dad's tickets that he gives away when he doesn't want to go see him play, and they're I think sixth row behind the visiting bench. Damn. So they're good. They're. But they they're can good. hear you. They can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the only one who, as he was, as he committed a bad foul and was coming off the floor, and I was yelling whatever at him, and he yelled at me to shut the fuck up, and an assistant coach pulled his jersey down. And he never went back in the game. <laughs> no, you never that's, told me this. That is that's that's right. Uh, for those listeners who who don't know who Myers Leonard is, uh, you'll have to look up some some footage of him online. You can find him at your local Kappa Sigma house, I think. <laughs> he, is, he is kind of a frat boy, isn't he? Uh, he's painful. He was also the only guy, I think, at the start of the bubble who didn't kneel with the rest of the players during the national I, anthem. I, I heard that. And what was the rationale? He's was ex-military, right? Or spent some time <laughs> Coast Guard? No, seriously, I'm not joking. I thought maybe oh, that was that real. Was, I thought oh, was so. that real? <laughs> <laughs> At the Coast Guard? I don't know. I, do not quote me on that. Do not quote me on that. Oh, that... But yeah, I, I, I saw that he yeah refused to kneel. But I don't know, he, this... but he's okay wearing a Black Lives Matter t-shirt which is interesting i i don't know the guy personally <laughs> but from a distance this is the rights i have fuck myers leonard yeah uh speaking as a heats fan as a heat fan <laughs> <laughs> yeah well he might get a ring though without seeing any time on the floor you know something <laughs> something's gone horribly awry if he uh, if he gets any playtime in the finals for sure it, it would probably take bam out of Bayou's leg like actually falling off of his body <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. like like bam's bam's dick needs to fall off before they put myers leonard in the game i'm pretty sure <laughs> <laughs> i think they imagine? would just swap i think they would just swap dicks and myers <laughs> leonard would still sit on the bench Leonard, you're standing up. <laughs> you, you want Neil for the anthem? <laughs> oh boy! Shit! I, you know, the, so this heat team. All right, let's talk. Let's talk about Tyler Hero. How much do you want to overreact about? It's I been, mean, it's like his game four. Here's my overreaction. I, I, the dude's what twenty or something. Yeah. He plays like he's been in the league for a few years. He's he has the confidence enough to potentially become an all-star i don't know that his skill set will allow him to do so but i think that he thinks he can fuck up fucking fuck the league and he, yeah he could be an all-star and that so, and that almost matters more right i arguably i think it does matter more really. he, he believes in himself <laughs> and it's like you know you get a couple games under your belt where it's like you're you're doing shit you're not supposed to be able to do and then that's yeah. like enough that sometimes that's enough for guys to just like keep it at that elevated level, you know? Yeah. I think, yeah. Deep playoff experience is like pretty much priceless. I think for a lot oh, of these sure. guys. Yeah. You, you can't, yeah. You can't be taught that sort of thing. So lot, yeah, the, over, the overreaction is that, yeah, he's going to be a stud and he's going to be an all-star in the next few years. Yeah. I don't think he, he can't be like the best player on a, on a championship team or anything like that. But like, if he's your Clay Thompson or something like that, you're probably in pretty good shape. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was game, game four was his big one, right? 
The 37-pointer, yeah. 37 points. Yeah, I mean, that's nothing to shake your head at. That's a lot of points. In an no, and Boston, Boston's a t- is a really tough defensive team, and Marcus yeah, Smart, my Marcus my Smart. number one boy, couldn't figure shit out with him, really. He was starting to kind of figure Dragic out in the end. He had a, he had a good pick on him tonight, but mm-hmm. that was it was too many guys for, for Boston to, to handle, I think. I was, I, yeah, I was kind of surprised. Man, Marcus Smart, though, I was just uh, thinking before we, we started this that um, he might be my one of my favorite defensive players, period. He's, he's, he's incredible what he's able to do. Incredible. He's not that him. tall either, right? What, how tall is he? He's, uh, I don't know, he's probably my size, 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, yeah, what he can do is astounding. Um, yeah, that's, I mean... Not to bring up the the Trailblazers, but that's the type of guy that we, we could use on the Blazers. Oh yeah, perimeter defense. Like that. That's like the epitome of what uh, the missing um, missing link in Portland would be. But um, yeah, I don't know. The Celtics had a couple of spurts. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what happened at the end of Game Seven or Game Seven, Game Five. They didn't make it that far. Was it Game Six today? That was, that, was that was Game Six. They got to six. six. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, they really they had some they had some strong offensive possessions, but I mean, when Tice uh, Tice gets out. no respect, and Tice also like just you know he gets eaten alive by guys like Bam Adebayo. Yeah, they just they work his ass. Like Boston needs a real a real big yeah, guy yeah. down there for sure. For sure. And it was nice having Hayward back, I guess. But again tonight, Hayward got back to his old self and he fucking clanked that that little bunny open layup that he had. And I was like, fuck, classic, classic Hayward right now. No, I don't think he, he didn't live up to his expectations, I don't think. And they've got, they have nobody behind him because Wanamaker, you can't put that guy on the floor. And then that rotating... Robert Williams and Grant and Grant Williams. Another one of those guys is like quite ready for the big lights like that. I don't think. So in this off season, who, who does Boston try and go for? What type of player they need? They just need another big man. You think what, what are they I, lacking? Why? You did know, they- I don't know. And I, and I pulled this up cause I thought that we might want to talk about this. So the unrestricted free agents post after this season is not exactly the cream of the crop. It's not. You got Paul Millsap, mm. Hassan Whiteside, Marcus All, Serge Ibaka, Gallinari, Jeff Teague, Derek Favors, Bismack Biombo, Kent Bazemore, Evan Turner, Dragic apparently is an unrestricted free agent. Oh. Tristan Thompson, Mahinmi, Marcus Morris, senior. Myers <laughs> uh, <laughs> Leonard will be a free agent this summer. Oh, boy. That's who you need. Oh, Andre Roberson's going to be a free agent this summer. That might be a good Portland signing. I don't even know who that cat is. Uh, he he plays for the he's he's been on the Thunder, I okay. think, since he was a rookie. He play, actually played in Boulder, but he's a he's a good defender, but he can't shoot for shit. Why doesn't Boston go for Whiteside? <laughs> <laughs> we got to schlep him off on somebody. He led the league in blocks, though, man. Well, you don't even have to shove him out, though. He's unrestricted. That contract is expiring. The the other, and I was going to wait to bring this up until we talked about the Nuggets, but luckily for Nuggets fans, uh, Mason Plumlee's contract will expire this (laughs) this offseason. Yeah. That 
Yeah, his his. Uh, I don't know if, if he missed the switch on that uh, AD, Davis three. Yeah, the Davis three buzzer beater. I'm not sure. There was a complete meltdown at some point. Complete meltdown. Uh, I want to blame Plumley, even though I don't know if it was his fault, but. It looked like his fault. I mean, he fucking was on Davis, and then the play happened, and he's like, who's ta- who's taking him? Mm. Yeah. He's your man, Hayseed. What the fuck? Here's a hot take. Had, had they defended well during that play, and they went on to win that game, I think a hot take, I think that I think we would have seen that series go to seven. Because then you're looking at, I think, I don't know, it's, it's fun to play the what-if game, but I think, because that was game two, right? Uh, yes, yes, that yes, it was. In the series right then, yeah, I, I think it could have changed the course of the series. And I, I don't think that it, it crushed Denver's, you know, hopes in many ways, but I think that would have, that could have been a big difference maker. But it's always fun to play the what-if game. I'm so used to it. My whole life never uh, had a team that I've been rooting for the whole season that has won a championship, so. <laughs> it's most of my life is made up of well if they would have done this or they would have done that so i don't actually yeah. know what the feeling is like to be you know uh, as far as fandom is concerned of of winning a championship I, yeah and right. i don't know if i will ever experience that but <laughs> god damn it <laughs> i don't know i mean i i'm gonna I'm just gonna play the full Homer card right now, and we can we can get into more of our uh, sassy shit talk. I think about the Lakers Nuggets series because yeah, there's 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 plenty of moments where Denver could have won those games late, but I think for anyone with a fucking clue who doesn't live in the city of Los Angeles, watching all five of those games, knows that the fucking foul and free throw discrepancy between those two teams was like outrageous. Mm-hmm. No, there's outrageous. They went to the free throw line like 27 or 28 times. Denver made it. Just like- just Davis and LeBron. Yeah. Oh, just those two? Is just those credit? two. I mean, we all know if you're a superstar, you get calls. You, yeah. We all sure. know if you're in a big market, you're going to get more calls. But it was blatantly obvious. Now, I don't think it was obvious in every single game, but there was three ga- two, of, two of the games that was just like unreal. Like somebody watching this who wasn't a fan, like – could probably tell that something's not quite right (laughs) yeah yeah and i mean and and it's why i have uh, joined your anti-lebron coalition (laughs) is he is the most uh, like egregious offender of this all the time and in that game five there's moments where he's the the one the one like foul rule that i think that we've all kind of learned over the last two years since Kawhi got hurt that you cannot jump into the shooter's landing space and he did it twice in that game yeah yeah and he weighs 280 pounds he's a big boy god i I just i don't know how you're supposed to overcome that i mean even as like frisky as denver was Uh, who knows i there was uh one sequence that should have definitely been an and one murray got fouled fucking hard oh yeah yeah when lebron clotheslined him yeah that was yeah that was pretty alarming what do you how do you think the the whistles are gonna go in the finals here. I mean, obviously <laughs> it's going to going to go in the Lakers favors. You think favor, you think, but well, but it's, it's sort it's going to be sort of an interesting challenge because you're like getting the immovable object of, uh, of, uh, of the Lakers who just get all these calls and the heat who 
find a way to get all the calls. Right. Dude, Jimmy Butler gets a lot of calls. Butler gets a lot of calls. Dragic gets a lot of calls. And I and I freak and only every once in a while am I like, that is complete horseshit that they got that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they actually make a lot of things happen to get those calls. The Lakers fucking don't. Do you hear the Lakers organization complained? Yes. They Brad? sent a fucking letter to the league. This was after game one uh, or two or was it in the last series I, I i i just heard this i didn't read the full article but i know i think it was i think it i think it was the game that they lost yeah of course okay yeah it makes perfect <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, i'm speechless I, I don't really even know what to say to that yeah i i either think i either think that the finals is just going to be exchanging trip to trip to the foul line or they're just going to allow some things to not get called and just let it be brutal and let it be, you know, good. Old right. basketball. That's a good, that's, that's a good take out. This could either be like the dullest yeah. series you've ever seen. Like it'll be like that uh, Rams Patriots Super Bowl or whatever, the 13 to three game mm. or 12 to three game or whatever the fuck that was. Or the or I, and I'm sure that that's probably how the first couple games will be, but if it gets to five, six, it'll be like, all right, you know, play on. And I don't, and I don't really know who that, if that favors LeBron playing the muscle bully ball in the paint, or if that favors Miami actually getting slick with what they're doing. I don't know. That's tough. I mean, does Miami have more youth, more youthful players on a whole? I mean, totally. I think that my, I well, the, so the Lakers clearly have the best two players in the yeah. series absolutely the best one and two but like the heat have the best three through nine yeah for sure i and they're much deeper absolutely like I'll, but, i would take hero and duncan robinson over fucking kcp and rondo any day <laughs> you know i don't I mean? know playoff rondo has has proven time and time again that he's fucking unstoppable yeah. I mean, there, was, there was a sequence and the, the one game that the nuggets did win when they were up by almost 20 or something and uh, uh, Rondo got like three or four steals in a row. Yeah. And Caruso got a couple in a row. Um, but yeah, no Rondo Rondo steps it up in these big moments as we all know. Um, however, I don't, I think if, if I'm Miami, I think, I think I want to play full court and I want to just, just wear, wear them down. I don't know. I mean, I, like I was saying before, I, I think there was times where it looked like LeBron was like gassed, like in insofar yeah. as that he, like he wasn't running, like he wasn't like really hustling. And I don't think it's because he was just, you know, deciding not to get back on D. But I, I think he was getting exhausted. And when he totally. gets, but but when he gets exhausted, then he just becomes a facilitator, and he's like one of the best fucking ever to do that. So yeah. I think if you're the Heat, I think you want to. I just just run and run and try and tire them out, I guess. And like, and I said this when the Nuggets are about to play him, like put Davis on his ass whenever you can. <laughs> you know, I I think I think the more you beat that guy up, he's not going to fight back. And I think Bam, I think Bam's ready for that. I mean, he what did he have tonight? Like a 13, 15 and five or something like that. Like he was fucking crazy. Yeah, he's he looked like the most uh, dominant dude for sure, getting rebounds. Yeah, I I think I think he can. Do you think he can bully around Dwight Howard though? Probably, I think so. I think he can run circles around him. But Howard, like that's his job on that team, 
Is yeah, it's not. Yeah, Dwight's job is not to. Yeah, it's not to play. It's to be a, an asshole, and he did yeah. that really well last he's night. Really good at it. You know, <laughs> like there's 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 a universe where I'm like kind of happy for Dwight in this. Sure. Yeah, I mean, there's one point where people were, God, dude, he was expected to be like the dude, like MVP. The I think dude he was. was did he not win the MVP? Oh, he might have once, but he 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 definitely fell from grace. <laughs> there was a, oh shoot, no shit. I don't, don't know if he did win MVP. I don't think that he. I don't think that he. Did. I know he won a dunk contest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that he's lost to the Lakers in the finals. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'll also be happy for Jr. I hope Jr. sees some minutes. He didn't play at all. I don't think. I don't think he did either. But uh, fuck every other Laker. For sure. For sure, I, I like I said on the last pod, I like watching Caruso. But <laughs> other than other than that, yeah, I mean it's they're a really easy team, easy team to hate. If you ask, and they me. could, and they, and I don't know. I'm curious, I, especially since you brought up just the how slow that game, that series could get. It's going to depend on who actually shows up for the Lakers. I mean, we were texting last night where it's like, oh, Danny Green, yeah. Just hit decides to hit a three for the first time in in all three of these series. Jesus yeah. Christ! I always yeah, wonder he what went, he was. Doing. He went. He scored three points one game, four points, eight and eleven. Yeah, it's like I don't know. <laughs> I you definitely can't count on him to show up. And and, and KCP, <laughs> who's been one of the most just like I mean, he should play in Serbia probably kind of guys in the league yeah. against the Nuggets was lights out last night. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like this. Is gonna be the the weirdest finals matchup that we've seen since like Lakers Pistons in 05 oh, or 04 okay. or whatever. The, okay. Like, I mean, when was the last time that you were like, "Wow, this is really, really, truly not who I thought was gonna be here"? Oh, um, I didn't think that Mavs team was gonna make it. The the one the, year the team won. that beat the Heat. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, was no. fucking surprised, and I was all for it. It was it was exciting. But you know, going that was into crazy that finals. Season, going into that season, I didn't think that would happen. No way. That's actually that's that's actually a kind of a more interesting comp because I think that that was the last time that LeBron had like the uber confidence of being matched with another player like Wade or AD, and like that team was just like, no, we're a much better team than just the two of you guys. Yeah, and it's if you have to play forty eight minutes at yeah. least four times. Yeah, n- nothing gives me more pleasure than watching LeBron not win the finals. So I I will be reaping a lot of pleasure from that. Did you see the pictures of him last night sitting on the court not celebrating because the job's not done? Oh, no, I didn't. But that sounds like something he would do. This is the most performative <laughs> yeah. horseshit. I I really cannot deal with it. <laughs> I mean, I'm I, I'm happy for AD. I like Anthony Davis a lot. I mean, it's hard it's hard not to like him. I mean, the dude. The dude can't fucking miss jump shots when he's on. He's, and I don't know, man. I don't know if the Heat are going to be able to slow him down. I'd like to think so, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know what you do. He's too fucking tall. I mean, what did he have over the last two games? Like three rebounds? Really? Yeah. Mm, that's interesting. The, game four, he didn't have a rebound until I think the last minute of the game. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what what the solution is. I mean, who, like t- Tyler Hero is definitely going to average more rebounds than Anthony Davis, probably. Sure. So we, so last time we talked, we picked the Heat. Are we sticking with it? I think, 
Oh, this is tough. I, I, I am going to stick with it. I think that, I think that if the heat come out strong and they're able to put just a little bit of pressure on the Lakers, then I think they have a good chance. Cause this, the whole playoffs, the Lakers haven't really had any moments where they've had pressure on them, you know, like yeah. they went down or, you know, winning the, losing those, what they lost twice. Is that right? Three times. Yeah. The yeah. They, go, they went four and one every time. Like, I, I want to see how they respond when there's like adversity. Cause I just feel like it's been smooth sailing for the most part. And I, they caught a, they caught a pretty lucky streak. Oh, they did. I honestly think, yeah. So I, I was taking a note earlier and I think that whoever wins the first team to win two, that's going to be the team that's going to take it. And I think so. I think so. And I think that if the heat can get out and do that, I think, I think that the pressure is going to crack at least some of the Lakers. We all know it won't crack LeBron or AD probably, but I, I honestly think if, you know, the first team that's going to win two games is going to go on to take it. So I'm still, I'm still sticking with the heat. My heart is certainly sticking with the heat. Um, but I, I think they match up well, and they're and they're deeper, like we were saying. The Heat are deep. They've got tons of guys that can fuck with the the Lakers bench. Yeah, so I'm I'm still going with it. Um, how about you? Fuck yeah, I'm all in. I mean, for a lot of those same reasons, I think it'll be. I, I'm looking forward to some of the tough guy parts of the series. I'm I'm sure that Crowder and Markeith Morris are going to talk a lot of shit to each other. Big time. You know, I think that. Uh, I think they'll find they'll find ways to pick on Caruso. I think that they're gonna the Lakers are gonna try to really pick on Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson as much as they can. Oh yeah, and <laughs> I, Robinson for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, he's the one that I would pick on the most. Tyler Hero would be like, I don't. I mean, clearly your dad runs a law firm. I don't want to fuck with you. Uh, <laughs> and I don't think the Hero will be phased, but I think that the Lakers might be able to shake Robinson out of it. Um, yeah, I could see that happening. I could see that happening. But I don't yeah, know who I, the Lakers have that are going to – who's going to cover Dragic? You know, they have no one – I mean, Rondo, I guess, but I, I that's yeah. that's actually kind of a good fight, Rondo and, and Dragic. That's going to uh, be a matchup. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not looking forward to it, and I am, but now that we're talking about it, I'm number one Miami Heat fan uh, since right. birth. Uh, boy, uh, Pat Riley, I love you. Spolstra, <laughs> <laughs> you're my daddy. Spolstra, I'm sorry for making fun of you back when you were, were coaching LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do I do expect to see Dwight Howard fouling out, certainly. <laughs> that's, uh, that's my one hot take for the series. Expect at least one game where Dwight Howard fouls the fuck out. Yeah, I, I'll early. put yeah, I'd put the over under at one and a half, and I'd probably take the over. <laughs> uh, all right, well, there's our finals preview. But as we texted before, you hadn't heard anything about, and I don't, I I don't know what the like legitimacy is of this. It's all it's all rumor mill. Here's our little rumor mill corner from Hot Little Hoops, because uh, Dan Tony has left the Rockets, as we know. And has no destination. Yeah. And has no destination, but is probably going to, we would assume, go to a at least, at least mid level contender next season. Okay. And a lot of, some people are saying the Bucks, but I don't Ooh. think they're going to, I don't think they're going to fire, uh, what's his name? I don't, uh, I don't coach, know. Coach, coach Bud, who looks like uh, Bill Dotrieb from King of the Hill. 
<laughs> uh, some people are saying the 76ers. And beyond that, hmm. people are wondering if there's going to be a potential uh, Harden for Embiid proposal. Oh, Harden for Embiid. A couple uh. of... Okay. A couple of a couple of big a couple of big contracts, big names. I think that the Rockets would need to put more people on the table to fill out the salaries. But this is at least this is in the this is in the air. Hmm. What do you think of that? Wow. So yeah, after you texted me, I, I just looked up something for fun and and saw some other potential trades involving Simmons. Okay. Um, which didn't make sense for me if I'm the Houston Rocket. No, Simmons and Westbrook? Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> um, damn. So is the thought that if Dan Tony goes somewhere that, that Harden's going to follow, is that the idea? If Dan Tony goes to a team that, that he'll be able to recruit Harden, do they have a great relationship? Do they like eat brunch together on Sundays? I mean, it's, it seems like it. I mean, because I don't know. D'Antoni mostly just like pretty much just gave the keys to Harden to do like whatever he wanted. Sure. And like, what the fuck is Harden going to do with the new coach in Houston? He's like, actually, I, I actually just dribble the ball for seven minutes at a time and then shoot when the shot clock's expiring. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't play, I don't play the other parts of the game. Yeah. Not my thing. That but, would be, I mean, if, if I was, a 76ers fan, I'd be all about that. I would be all about getting Harden, even if it meant giving up Embiid, Pocket, and Simmons. I, I honestly am not I'm not sold on, <laughs> on, on what he can accomplish. I haven't been and I don't think I ever will be sold on what he can do. But I'm not really I'm not really sold on either one of the 76ers guys. So like either way, I think it's a net positive for the Sixers. For the Sixers, for sure. Yeah. What the fuck is Houston going to do though? Is Wes is Westbrook gonna stay? I think I think that Westbrook has like one of those just like really really brutal contracts. Like he's getting paid like forty million dollars for the next two years or something. Oh man, no one's gonna want to take that on. Nobody wants that. Oh man, wow. Yeah, I maybe maybe a better question: Does Harden shave the beard if he leaves Houston? Does he leave his beard in Houston? <laughs> new look, new life. Hey man, if him and if if uh, if D'Antoni wants to bring back his mustache when he goes to Philly, and Harden follows suit, Harden's gonna average forty six points a game <laughs> with a mustache. With mustache Harden, can you imagine that? <laughs> I I can't. I'd have to like look up a picture right now and cover the lower portion of his face and see what that would look like. Dude, that I mean, because I bet he'd go hard too. You know what I mean? He'd like he'd take a handlebar. Yeah, like it's 1976, and he rides a motorcycle. Yeah, okay. I, I that's that's pretty exciting. Is there a world where where Harden goes to the Bucks? I don't know how any of that would work. The, the, when it comes to trades and, and dudes' contracts, I know less than nothing when it comes to that. Yeah, I'm I, I, not bullshit ideas. I really the only contracts that I know are like the really bad ones, you know. Like I know John, <laughs> like John Wall has a really terrible contract. It's like you know he like he's still getting paid like thirty million a year. Oh no! And, and I haven't seen the fucking guy in a game, like two years. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> oh no. Uh, I mean, but at one point in time, though, man, he was, you know, he was going to be the dude. Wall. Oh, 
dude, so athletic. And now he's like, you know, looks I, like he had some injuries, right? Um, I think Blake Griffin's another guy with a really bad contract. Yeah. I don't know. I forgot. I forgot the Detroit Pistons were a basketball team during yeah, the course. Dude, of- totally. Totally. <laughs> Is Drummond still playing? They traded him to the Cavs. Oh, seriously. Wow. Yeah. Totally for that. like, for like a bag of nickels and some carrots. Like, <laughs> like, I don't even know who Detroit got in that. And I don't even know who fucking plays for the Cavaliers anymore. Besides him and Kevin Love and, and that rookie. I don't know. I don't even remember his name. A lot of those, I've, some of the, some of these teams I've forgotten just were even in existence. I will say I'm all for, uh, Harden going to an Eastern Conference team. Me too. That I would like that. Spread out the the badass point guards across the league. Um, I think he would like that. I think so too. Um, so what what's going to happen to Giannis though? I don't know if we touched on that last time, but he has since unfollowed his teammates. Oh shit! I forgot about that. Yeah. I feel like if he's like demanding, he's he be traded. I don't know. Crazy. I don't even know who the Bucks could like. You can't replace him. You'd obviously no, just be starting over. I don't know, but it seems like things are brewing in Milwaukee. I mean, if I'm the if I'm if I run the Bucks, I'm like I'll package fucking everybody for you. Oh. You want Bledsoe out of here? Like he's fucking gone. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like for real. You want fucking what's his name? Who's the other guy? Robin Lopez. <laughs> He's a madman. Is he? I don't know. He looks like a fucking psycho. (laughs) Um, I foresee there being some major shakeups for sure in the offseason. I'd like to see it because, yeah, like I said, the free agency market's not going to be crazy. So any shakeups is going to be is going to be trade stuff. Um, I thought is Jeremy Grant um, a free agent as well? I feel like I think Jer- I think Jeremy Grant has a player option for one more year. That the I think one report that I read earlier is that he is probably going to turn that down and then sign with the Nuggets on a better contract. Well, he earned it, dude. He earned it. He he pretty much, you know, he stamped his fucking ticket. He's he's going to be a big time player for a while, I think. Yeah, I well, like we were talking about earlier about the playoff experience and how just invaluable some of that stuff is the nuggets and the Celtics, especially like two of the youngest teams grants only 26. Uh, And Murray, I think Jokic is 25. I think Murray's 24. Uh, Jalen Brown is 23. Tatum is 22. Smart's like 26. Those are really young teams that are like in two or three years down the line going to be these like we've been to conference finals against the best teams. Oh, 100%. I was talking to somebody the other day about uh, the Nuggets and it's like all their weapons are young and they're going to get better. And Michael Porter Jr., here's a hot little take. I fully feel he could he could come into his own and potentially be an all star. I think he shows the potential. He fucking shoots like Durant. He's tall and lanky. I, I, I think between him and Jeremy Grant improving, I feel like the Nuggets are going to be like serious, serious contenders in the 
next couple. Assuming next season they have Gary Harris and Will Barton healthy again. Oh, that's true. And Pl- and Plumley and it looks and probably Millsap gone with a little yeah. bit of cap space. Like I, I don't so, know. Man. And they clearly like to fuck. You know what I mean? They got busy in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I like a team who fucks. I like a bunch of fuck boys on the. <laughs> if I liked fuck boys, I'd be a big Miami Heat fan. Oh wait, <laughs> you already are. Lifelong. Lifelong. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, this off season, I think there'll be a, some shakeups. I hope uh, Danilo Gallinari goes somewhere good. He he had a good season. Oh, I know. I just I want I want to see him make it deep in the playoffs one just once i mean he's like he would be a great like seventh best guy yeah, on, if there was, yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah no totally he's i feel like we're running we're, we're running nilo 17 minutes a game i want you to do a, a little bit of homework before next before next time we we shoot the shit okay uh, what do you got I need, I need you to scout and find out who my blazers can get in the off season, that's gonna push them over the edge. All right, I'll 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 be typing some stuff in the in the trade machine and see what I come up with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, final start on Wednesday. I'll be texting you up until then. It's gonna be a busy night. Miami Heat, <laughs> my one and only, <laughs> my first and only love, Miami Heat. <laughs> Well, fuck yeah. Thanks for talking to me, Kyle. Uh, Thanks for having me on. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Love you. Dude, I'm